You're listening to the Hotter on Top podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is for the woman that wants it all, the thriving business, the passionate love life, and the embodied inner radiance to have and hold it all with ease and pleasure. Every week, I will be giving you the behind the scenes on how you can run your own successful business without sacrificing your pleasure or spiraling into burnout. These tools and teachings are what I have used to accelerate my growth in the online space and go from working multiple jobs, hustling 12 hours a day, you name it, to channeling my genius into a potent business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work whenever and however the fuck I want. Now I mentor my clients to carve out their own unique space in the industry and make a massive impact and income by being their most bold and turned on selves. Think of this podcast as your dose of deep business and personal development that will leave you with the juice and confidence you need to start taking action on your desires right fucking now. My goal for this podcast is to have you feeling turned on to create your own version of a pleasure-based business and tap into your deepest desires by unapologetically asking for what you want. Because I believe women feel hotter when they are on top. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. So before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that doors are now open to Savvy and Seductive CEO. And if you are a coach or a service-based entrepreneur that wants to create a massive impact while building a business sustainably and responsibly, and if you're also ready to shut out that voice in your head that just tells you you aren't business savvy enough to build a highly profitable business as a more intuitive intuitive, creative, multi-passionate service provider, then this is for you. This is going to be eight weeks of taking your business from a low-key hobby or a side hustle to a thriving, legit, full force business. So if that sounds like you and you want to learn more, you can look down in the link in the show notes and you can also claim your spot right now because doors will be closing in a couple weeks. So do not wait. All right. So With that out of the way, today's episode might be a little bit uh, controversial, and you might kind of hate me, low-key, high-key hate me for this, but I want to say that everything I share in this episode, I share from love and experience. I wouldn't speak on anything that I don't know myself, and I want to extend the liberation that I have really found by taking on this new mindset and really separating myself from my business. And so today's episode, I want to say that you are not your business. So I think as personal brands, as coaches, as service-based entrepreneurs, where you are like the front facing of your brand, it's very easy to put our whole identity into our business. And I think quickly, it can turn unhealthy. It can turn a little bit enmeshed or codependent. And very quickly, it becomes unhealthy. And yet I see it be the norm. I see us quickly turn our businesses into something that becomes all-consuming and overwhelming. And you guys know me, I'm all about like releasing the burnout, releasing the overwhelm. And this is one of the fastest tracks to burnout honestly, is by wrapping up your whole identity into your business. 
And so I want to kind of give you some signs that maybe you're a bit too close to your business and talk a little bit about what we can kind of do to separate the two and why that is actually more healthy of a dynamic. <laughs> and I will say today is a little bit of a rant and a ramble, but it's it's so, so important. I cannot stress this enough. I wish someone would have sat me down a whole lot of sooner in my journey and told me this. So that's what I'm extending to you in this episode. <laughs> so signs that you are too close to your business. The first thing I have here is that you tie your entire worth into your business. So for example, if you have like a low income month in your business, then you feel like failure, you feel like you're not qualified anymore, or that you're a bad coach or provider. Maybe somebody like leaves your program early or they were disappointed, then you just want to like shut your whole business down and you feel like you're super unqualified. And then on the flip side, when your business is doing really, really well, then it feels like you're on top of the world. It feels like you're untouchable, you're unstoppable, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? But, but, and yes, there is some validity, right? It's, it's really important. Like being seen is important. Um, feeling valid in the work that you're doing is important, right? But the cycle creates kind of this roller coaster of a business model. And it really determines how you start to show up in your business and how you start to operate your business, right? Um, and this could also look like wanting to change your business constantly. So like if it's bad, then you want to lower your prices, you want to run discounts, or you want to offer more. It's always like very action-based. And then when it's good, you want to raise your prices. Um, you want to take on more. You want to try something new out, right? And these are all decisions from kind of external circumstances. And again, this is like the fastest way to just kind of burning your business and yourself out, right? Um, so again, like it's more so about making decisions from this place of like worthiness that's tied to your business. Um, so these external things, when these external things are going on, you are like very... Um, susceptible, I guess, like to changing and kind of flowing with however your business is going and not just having that strong foundation of who you are and your identity as a person that's separated from your business, right? And so another thing, and this really relates to kind of the first thing that I talked about, is that your personal goals become your business goals. I think this one's going to get a little bit controversial, but stick with me here. <laughs> so something I always ask my private clients before they work with me um, is what are your business goals? And then what are your personal goals? And I will get people that are like, um, that's the same question. <laughs> and that's when I kind of know that they are maybe in kind of this unhealthy dynamic with their business is that their business is taking up way too much space. And, you know, people come to me because they want more of that freedom. They want more of that pleasure in their business. They feel like they're burning out. They feel like they're scattered and disorganized and they don't know what is going. And they feel like they're on this roller coaster of their business. And this is where it lives, right? Because when your business is so wrapped up into your personal life that you can't separate the two, that's when you know that your business is just taking up way too much space and you're not, this is why you're probably not seeing or accessing the freedom, right? And I want to, like, this is kind of a side note. I don't even have this in my notes, but if you feel like 
well, you know, my business is like not really where I want it to be right now. And, you know, I want to take on more. I want to know what I'm doing wrong, et cetera, et cetera. Like this can also count as like mental overwhelm as well. Like if you are just mentally living in your head all the time, always thinking about your business, not having that separation. And this is very hard. I will say it's very hard to master this, but the sooner you can start to identify that separation mentally, physically, emotionally, that's when you're going to see the real tangible changes in your business. That's when you're going to start making decisions that really make sense for your business and for you. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. So, <laughs> so let's go back here. When your personal goals become your business goals, right? So when your personal goals become your business goals, that's when the pressure on your business becomes so heavy. And again, you start to make decisions that may not be the best for your business, right? Because you're so focused on like, well, how can I get this personal thing? Or it's vice versa, right? How can my business, like, um, how can my personal really like get my business going, right? And they're just too, they're, the lines are too blurred, right? So when I ask you what your business goals and what your personal goals are, you should be willing to have two separate answers for those things and like get curious if you do not have those two separate answers. For example, my personal goals look like I want to have a wedding. I want to plan an amazing wedding. I want to buy a house. I want to go on more vacations. I want to have more fun. I want to learn how to pole dance, right? <laughs> you know, those are kind of like personal goals. And then my business goals are to impact more people with my offerings. I want to transform even more people's businesses and share my perspective. I want to learn more and perfect my skills. I want to deepen my authenticity online and sell out my offerings with aligned women that really resonate with my work. So, so I say all this to give you the example is like, yes, your business can be a vehicle to your personal goals. Like Obviously, the more money I make, the more funds I have to pursue my personal desires, right? But at the same time, I have to release the pressure of like an income number on my business because for a long time, that was actually hurting me and not helping me. The income number I was putting on myself was so overwhelming that it was stressing me out when more months and months would go by and I didn't hit that monthly income goal that would... I would need to hit in order to get my overall goal, right? And so then I would start to feel behind and I would start to stress out and I'd start to like go into this very fight or flight mode of how am I going to reach this income goal because I have to reach this income goal if I want to have these things in my personal life. And so I decided to really just take the pressure off of my business to be the thing that gets me my personal desires and and I say this with a lot of love, your business cannot and will not save you. I'm going to say that one more time. Your business cannot and will not save you. The pain that you're feeling are the struggles inside your relationships, your finances, your self-worth and confidence. Your business cannot meet all of those needs. And I think that the reason that many people make like turn to like that make a lot of money, you know, make a lot of money really quickly. And they do it in a way that's like really not aligned with the type of lifestyle that they want to live 
they can start to feel really like disappointed by their business. They're like, yeah, I have all this money, but like I feel trapped or I feel stuck in this business model, right? And so it's kind of like, that's when we know that like the business was like trying to reach a monetary goal in order to take away the pain of the things in their lives. That is when things got sticky, right? That's when things started to like the line started to get blurred. Right. And so instead of creating an aligned vision for their business, they instead tried to do everything that they could to create a aligned vision for their life. But then even that didn't get reached. Right. Because we're still trying to like fit this old model of that. Oh, you know, if I just make more money then I'm going to, then it'll solve all my problems. And it's just not the truth. Right. It is just not the truth. And so sitting with that discomfort of like your finances, your, the worth that you feel towards yourself, the confidence that you may feel like you do or don't have, um, the struggles inside, like relationships and all those things, like those are things to kind of look at and work on right now and to not rely on your business to fix that for you because you'll be waiting for a long time. And again, this just makes unnecessary pressure. Like let your business like thrive and be its own thing, right? And let it just be an extension of you, not like the thing that is going to make or break the type of life that you live, right? Because again, money is just going to bring more access to those things. It's not going to solve those problems. It'll give you access to more solutions. It'll give you access to more freedom and more options, but it's not going to be the thing that changes that, right? So, and I think like another sign of this is that you're using your business to like distract yourself, right? And not take care of yourself. And that's when you know that your business is becoming this all consuming and it's working against you because this looks like, this could look like constantly overworking or just trying to follow like the next trend and not really sitting down to just like reflect, right? And this results in, kind of ignoring the bigger thing, the bigger frustration in your life because you're using your business as an excuse to not address some areas of your life that you may feel dissatisfied in, right? Um, so that's that's another thing there is like that overworking type of mentality in your business because it's like, oh, I just got to reach the next business goal because then I can have this and then I can have that. And it's like, well, what if you could just like access some of those things like right now? Like what if you didn't have to wait until your business was making six figures or more and you could just access at least some of it right now? And what the point I really want to drive home here is that these roller coaster um, kind of feelings around your business or being really tied to your business. Like this route is just not sustainable. Relying on your business to hit every single need in your life. It just can't. And it was never meant to honestly. And I think we have capitalism to thank for that because we're just so immersed in the message that our work is everything. And that I would say that when you do like, like the whole, like, you know, if you love your work, you won't work a day in, in your life. Like it's such bullshit. Right. And it's so easy to like fall into that trap. Right. So, and this is coming from someone who has built now multiple businesses that I 
am still very passionate about. And even your passion, even your dream business is still a business. It's still work. And yes, it's important work. And yes, that it's work that you're passionate about and maybe work that kind of comes really easy to you and that you really fucking care about and work that you feel like you it's easier to be more immersed in. But at the end of the day, it's still work. It's still work. And, you know, I say all this, like, I don't, I don't want this to be overwhelming or kind of like bursting your bubble. I want this mindset to liberate you. Because when you see that you don't have to let your business become your life in order to have success, in order to create the life that you love, in order to become who you are wanting to be, you are opening yourself up to so many more options. When you accept that your business will not meet every need, you start to take action towards your personal goals and not let your business decide for you whether you can have those things or not. And it takes the pressure off of your business so you can really start solving any problems inside your business without trying to make it be something it's not, right? (laughs) Like trying not to solve a problem that doesn't really exist, right? Um, And again, like trying to access things that your business just tangibly cannot give you, which is like, you know, potentially more self-worth or more confidence. And like, yes, again, like this can be one piece of your confidence. This can be one vehicle to your, to more confidence, to being seen, to being more expressed, but it's not everything. It's just a piece of it. Right. And, and that's really what I want to drive home is like, this is just a piece of you. And I, I say this because I think that as entrepreneurs, we often go, oh my God, like sometimes it would feel really nice to have a nine to five because it's like, I clock in, I clock out and I'm not attached, you know, like, and the thing is, is like, you don't have to have a nine to five in order to access that. That's a mindset shift. That's an embodiment shift, right? That's something that you have to be real with yourself about <laughs> and start to identify how you're going to separate the two. So, and that's really up to you. And I, I will say this, like, nobody tells us this. Nobody tells us this shit. Okay. So like, <laughs> I'm here to tell you this, right? So I think that going back to like the money piece here is really important because that's where we usually put the most pressure on our business, right? Because of course we want our business to support us in a way that feels freeing. Um, But when we put so much pressure on our finances um, past our like basic needs, past what feels, what we need to feel comfortable, like our minimum to feel comfortable, then we could be potentially putting our business in this really weird spot, right? I think we get so wrapped up in what other people make, especially in the coaching industry, that we often don't even ask ourselves, like, how much do we need financially to feel free, like to feel good? And that number is going to vary from person to person, right? And this goes back to your personal goals. Like, how much money do you want to pay yourself? Not just how much money your business makes, because those are two different things. (laughs) And the most in common, like blurred line that I see in our business is our finances. And if you have no idea how to separate your business finances from your personal finances, then you got to get inside stop being subjective CEO because where I will be breaking all of that down 
uh, for you to manage, like how to manage your money like a CEO and pay yourself. Like, and if you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, then, <laughs> then what I have to share inside this program is going to blow your mind. <laughs> but this is like one of the first stages of separation is kind of separating your finances from your business. And like, not only from like a legal standpoint, do you kind of need to do that? But it's also from a place of like this, um, this mindset shift, right? Because that's such a huge embodiment piece on separating those business finances and your personal finances and not letting those lines get blurred so that you can actually focus on having a more personal income and having a business income and not relying on one or the other to really make it make sense, right? So, and I think that we forget, going back to this, because that was kind of a tangent, but I think that we forget that if you are meeting your basic needs, um, that's more than what a lot of other business owners can say. Even if you're getting support from someone, that's an amazing place and space to dive deep on your business and focus more on how you can better get better at what you're already doing well and then expand on that. That's the easiest way to work smarter, not harder here. Instead of trying to throw into all these things like, just ask yourself, like, what's going well? How can I make it work even better? Like, get curious around that. And asking yourself, like, being able to ask yourself, like, what does my business need versus what do I need? Because my business might just need me to write some posts and show up on live and write out a podcast or plan my next launch or maybe stay really in my current launch, right? But as a, as a personal need, like what do I need? I may need to sleep in or spend some time with my partner or turn off my fucking phone or get coached by my coach or do some mindset work, listen to a podcast. Like maybe I just need to take a fucking break. And how can I make sure that I'm taken care of as well as my business, right? I think I could go on and on about this topic. <laughs> But before we kind of wrap this up, I, I want to invite you to be honest with yourself. These are the things that nobody tells us about building a business. And I want you to really ask yourself, like, where have I been putting unnecessary pressure on my business to fit all my needs, to meet all my needs? And how do you really want to start to separate them? Um, for example, for me, one of the ways that I started to separate this, them, and I think that as humans, our brains will go, that's too simple. That's too easy. But like, honestly, the simple and easy shifts are what make the most change and impact. But um, I just started to take up an old hobby. And let me tell you, the hustle is strong with this one. Okay. <laughs> I swear I do not speak on anything. I do not know and have experienced myself. But I recently got back into reading fiction books which I love to do as a kid and as a teenager, like seriously, with seeing me without a book near me, or if I wasn't reading a current book at the time, like very, very rare did that ever happen. Like throughout my whole entire like young adulthood, all those. And then when I got older, I, do, I just dove headfirst into self-development. And then those were the only books I would read. And so business building, mindset, money mindset, and like all those things like obviously did me well. I create a whole career, right? <laughs> but, but also I literally in this stage of my life, I had to give myself permission to read a damn fiction book <laughs> and take back up that hobby just for the pleasure of it. So the work 
of this never ends. So give yourself grace. Like you're not going to undo years of capitalism and hustle mentality after listening to this podcast episode, right? But it can be a start, right? So if you want to dive deeper, this is a huge theme inside Savvy and Subtractive CEO, eight weeks, eight weeks with me and diving into your business strategies, your systems, and also just a ton of mindset work to get you running your business like a confident CEO. So get in before doors close because we start in a couple of weeks. And I'm so, so excited to start and be in this program and just see the kind of takeaways that you guys have from this. So if you liked this podcast episode, if you had some aha moments, definitely share with me um, and get inside the program. Okay, guys, that's all I have for you this week. And we will chat next week. Mwah. Thank you so much for investing your time by listening to today's podcast and take an extra moment to celebrate yourself for prioritizing your pleasure and your business growth. If you found this episode helpful, I would be so honored if you could share a screenshot on your stories and tag me at Becca Jo Kavanaugh on Instagram and leave this podcast a rating and review so we can share all of this goodness with more women who deserve to have and hold it all. If you want to keep the party going, you can join the Bold Biz Bitches Facebook group for even more juice and free behind the scenes trainings. If you're ready to go to the next level, you can learn how to work with me inside my intimate one-on-one -on -one container or self-paced offerings with the links down in the show notes. Sending you all the good pleasure juices for the week, and I will talk to you next time. Mwah.